Hello. Whose is this? Hello. Hello. This is for Steve. Hey, thank you. Explain yourself. I hope you bought enough for everyone. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Tiny Welsh cakes. Have you? Spread them around. Well, that showed me. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't really, because I was told to say that. I think think you and us expected the audience to cheer when you said that. (laughs) Nothing. Ungrateful fucks. Thing is, it came a, it came a, and poison. <laughs> Definitely don't eat those. How's right. everyone doing? You good? Happy Christmas. And never, never try to get us involved in a ruse because we're very bad actors. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no, no! You did well. You, you were the hero in this. We were the. Poor I, don't, I don't think we should be encouraging this kind of uh, behaviour. Our shows. Thank you. Next time, see how we can fuck up your generous gestures. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Who's feeling Christmassy? If if you're not, I dare say you will be after this thing that we're about to do. Flyhead, you've had your haircut. Ah, it's good. Banter between regulars. <laughs> You too could have this. <laughs> yeah. I hear we've got someone in from Sweden tonight. Is that people? more than one person Whoa, from what? Sweden? That's too many Swedes. <laughs> you can't just cheer a Swede. <laughs> we've got someone who's come all the way from Japan. Further away than Sweden. I think it was the Swede booed. <laughs> <laughs> right, good. That's it. That's that bit done. Uh, let's do some features. Yes. Who wants to go first? Me. Who wants to hear a jingle? Does anyone want to? Re- I thought you were going to say who wants to hear Joe's feature <laughs> first. <laughs> oh. <laughs> who thinks Joe should go first? That's uh, representative. Okay. Uh, jingle first. What jingle would you want? Do you want to request a Christmas carolers jingle that we must improvise on the spot? We did not rehearse this. Oh goodness <laughs> me. Um, no. What, fuck. I actually forgot what one we think. You didn't you actually did, rehearse one. You no, did no. Good King Wenceslas one time. Don't stop. Do a nice feature. It's beginning to look <laughs> oh, yeah. a lot like features. Bums in every store. <laughs> that's, all, that's, all, that's all we did. <laughs> that's lovely. That's all you get. <laughs> all right. I'm sure we are. Is that done? Are we done? Yeah. At the end of the jingle. Sorry, I didn't know if you had Don't more. slag off our jingle. You were in it. Well... Prepare yourself for these. Uh, so my feature this week, month, is called Secret Santana. There you go. And uh, essentially, I've been sent here as a representative of Santana, the bombastic Latin musician. And he sent me with a bumper pack of presents and songs, one for each of you and we shall hear them all, but he has a request in return, and now I'm going to play a long and quiet bit of an intro from Santana. Hello. I am a Santana. Um, sorry, I can't be there myself. I'm uh, shy. And that's why I give... Uh, my responsibilities to Joseph. Hello. Uh, So, it would be nice to give you all presents. Um, So, I just want I'll sing you So, I will sing song for each of you give you present and but you have to tell me a secret about you <laughs> just one secret that you have not told anyone else tell me secret Santana and then I'll sing you Latin bombastic tunes and give you a present. Just tell me a secret. One secret about you. First, love. Log. 
<laughs> Santana is way more mumbly than I remember. <laughs> he said he's shy at the start. It's just you couldn't hear it because he's so shy. <laughs> but you never hear him sing. You only hear him sing through his guitar. So he's that's why. sung once or twice. He sings in Oi Va. He doesn't sing in, in that one song that I know of his. Well, there you go. <laughs> what in Rob Thomas? Do you mean this one? <laughs> <laughs> Look, you have to tell us a secret before you get your song and present. Guys, you did warn me about this earlier today, but I've been so wrapped in my feature that I haven't had a chance to think of a secret. So when you started this feature, I started urgently thinking about a secret, and I've thought of something really fucking horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Both of us did say in the chat today, we were like, well, we've literally told you lot everything <laughs> for the last like five years so I, I've, I've thought of something I, I was scratching through what's not funny what's, what's not a fun yeah. memory what's, what's yeah, yeah. Co- Drop, dropping a baby dropping a funny. baby is that is that not a secret. secret shut your mouth Gav is Gav is you're the premium sort of, you're the experienced one at dropping babies that's in my feature um, but, <laughs> but the secret I could only just think of just now is uh, at the age of <laughs> you look so worried this isn't I've Christmas never told, no one else knows this apart from the two people at home to. I was 10 years old, I was just starting getting erections and masturbating, and I thought it wasn't something to be ashamed of, so I ran into the room with an erection saying, look what I've got, and they looked at me so horrified and we never spoke about it again. <laughs> John Cosgrove and Duncan Emerson, I'm very sorry, I still, I, you're the only people from that year of school that I really remember the names of, and it's because I showed you my 10-year-old erect dick, and I'm sorry. Why? Never surprise me like this again. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, here's, here's, I don't want a present. Here's a, I want to go back and stop it happening. <laughs> here's a song about you and Christmas. <laughs> so juicy. This is a song about all the presents I could have given John Log Blythe for Christmas. Have a little listen. Would you? Would you like a new pet snake? Or should I pay to have men give your garden a rake? Would you like to see two ducks fuck? Or should I just get you a Casio watch? Perhaps a spa day with a massage. Hot oils, a bath, come out smelling bizarre. I could always get you something nice to eat. Like a sack of clams or a bag of wheat. Wheat, no, 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 all of this seems too easy, too run-of-the-mill. He's a man of taste, he wants something one can't buy on the high street. What about a personalized number plate? Or a tour around the MEN arena, capped off by a show by reformed emo rock outfit? Placebo? No, breaks down at the roll reversal. Got the muse in my head, she's universal. Spinning me round, she's coming over me. Ah, remember Placebo? They were okay. They sort of straddled the line between alt and metal. It's, uh, oh, sorry, uh, sorry, I'm getting distracted. What do you get, Log, for Christmas? What do you get, Log, for Christmas? He's so tough. He's so strong. I am stressed. I don't have long. Snake, rape, dog, fuck, birth, clams, wheat, placebo. Oh, I can't choose. I've got it. (laughs) So... I'm just going to look in my Christmas bag. <laughs> Got you a promotional copy of NBA 2K17. Oh, yes! I am going to get £12 for this in CEX. Yes! <laughs> Wrapped. Oh, he's gone. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> I didn't mean to. If, uh, if anybody gets so bored of Joe's feature at any point and goes down to the bar... I'd love a pint. That's the longest one, all right? Gav, it's your turn. Hello. Tell us your secret before Uh, you get a present and a song. My secret is that once when I was a kid, uh, I I was in the park by myself with my Ghostbusters um, flask. You had Ghostbusters? Oh, flask. Okay. (laughs) With my Ghostbusters, and I filled the flask with snails. (laughs) (laughs) Probably about 27 snails. 
And then I just, I was by myself. I just booted the flask about <laughs> <laughs> for about an hour. <laughs> and then I took the flask home and I just poured the flask all over my dad's car. <laughs> <laughs> And then, well done. That's, that's and, then and then I went in. I went, Dad, did something go on your car? <laughs> I I went out and just watched my dad sort of going, "What is this?" That's really good. God, God, that's sadder than I thought it would be because your song's quite plaintive. All right, I've heard from wish, Santana. That's the only thing I think of. Yeah. I wish it, so you'd weird. done that more recently, so you'd have taken a photo or something. <laughs> yeah. Was it like a, a like a shardy gunk? Uh, it, was, did it, look it wasn't like? very nice, and I felt really guilty as soon as I poured it over the car. But I thought, <laughs> I'm not. Not um, while you were kicking them and watching yeah. them disintegrate. I, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. Uh, stop passing those worst case run because it's getting on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's a good song about Gav to lighten the mood. A sad Christmas song. Little Welsh boy, legs like twigs, knows what he's to get for Christmas. It's antique furniture again. He saw his mother eyeing it up in September. But he only wants one thing. Christmas in Wales, nothing to eat Christmas in Wales, not even a bag of wheat Bag of wheat Little Welsh boy going out to shoot his dinner Little Welsh boy, does this make him a sinner? He answers to no god He lines up his shot This cat is getting got Nadolig Lawin, motherfucker. <laughs> That's fantastic. So, I learned that you liked guns as a child. Yeah. So I've got you. What was it? Or Santana got you. Nine tickets to a gun show in Eugene, Oregon next year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're real. There's, there's QR codes and everything. <laughs> <laughs> March 18th to 19th. Yep. So, so if you do find yourself in Eugene, <laughs> Oregon, they're teaching gun safety to kids. <laughs> You're the best thing. It's ordered by Jay Scrabbles on December 4th, 2016, 4.11am. <laughs> <laughs> and also the price of zero pounds. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. That's the best present for Christmas I've had this year. Excellent. <laughs> Saying a lot about those Welsh cakes. Oh, oh, I didn't mean that. <laughs> Fuck it out. <laughs> Steve, what's your secret? Tell us a secret. My secret. Um, I have an older brother. He's three years older than me. So when we were young, we used to share bath times. Mm-hmm. And once, I did a poop. <laughs> How did, did he a, react? Did a poop in the bath. He sort of frantically scurried around the bathtub trying to escape it. But as is the physics, the aquaphysics that we're all accustomed to. The more you run away from a floating poo, the more it chases after you, the more it goes in your mouth. His frantic squirling actually funneled it up his own bum. It goes right back in him. My dad had to come in and fish it out with a flower pot. (laughs) But the flower pots have a poo-shaped hole, a sized hole in the bottom. I would love to watch your dad... Futilely. So it just created a. Sm- <laughs> it's like it pooped its own smaller poop. Out of that <laughs> That's brilliant. With ever smaller flower pots. Well, here's your song from Santana. It's a bag of weed for Stephen. It's a bag of weed for you, Steve. It's a bag of weed. For Stephen, have this bag of wheat. Mm. Yeah, uh, wheat, wheat, wheat. There you go, 
the Santana songs. Woo! Steve, I'll, I'll swap you two of my gun show tickets for the bag of weed. Bag of weed's all mine. This is genuinely good. I'm not going to just give the cast presents. I've got a present for everyone in the audience as well. And it's a secret, so it all ties in. I have invented teleportation. And I'm going to demonstrate it live on this stage right now, what? after I've moved my Christmas bag. This what is off doing? script. And got my pint. Watch this. Right. So I just have to go that way, and I will appear seamlessly over there. No. What are you doing? Alright. You'll see, you'll see him billowing through the curtains. got bony hips. <laughs> Something went wrong in the teleportation It works, process. but I've got awful clothes. <laughs> He's turned into some half-man, half-fly thing. <laughs> <laughs> there was a fly in the curtain. <laughs> He's a monster. <laughs> my hair's gone wrong, and my voice is different, and my penis is substantially smaller. <laughs> Hello. All right. Hey, How's Matt. Going? How you doing? Right, who's got a peach? Uh, what, what, who would like another jingle? Jingle. Should we do a jingle first? Well, I, I do you want well, to request another? Well, a, a mat heavy jingle. What's a mat heavy jingle? Regularly, What? That's you and Matt. Oh god, that's really hard. Yeah, I know. Game of Thrones hasn't been on TV for like eight months. Like, oh, I can't remember the tune. Regular, regular features, 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 regular regular features, 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 I really like how uh, Joe's feature was so long. Uh, he didn't warn us about it when we came up. Don't even know where he is now. He's gone home, yeah. I think. Yeah. There's nothing behind. That's literally just the wall. Yeah. <laughs> he Steve was really worried about this before. <laughs> he was like, "What? They'll just think it's a toilet or something by the way. We need to be sure they know it's no toilet there." Yeah, I stood there for like half an hour. I'm like Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> method, right? None um, of you. Have fucking you seen yet. the Prestige? Joe's dead now. <laughs> yeah, we paid someone to drown him. If you haven't seen The Prestige, I'm really sorry. Um, Spoil that for you. <laughs> generally sorry, it's a great It's film. fucking great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, who has seen the John Lewis Christmas advert with the dog? Yeah. What do you think? Good? Yeah. I got, thought it was shit. It's got a dog in it. So I the dog like and the it. fox don't even look real. It's like CGI. Uh, They're made of computers. Yeah, it's not real. Well, I didn't like it. I didn't like it very much either. And I love dogs, um, so I, I kind of had my gripes with it. So I thought I'd go to the source and bring my gripes to him, to John. We'll get pissed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I had some some issues with it, mostly because the dog in my friend's house saw the advert. I went fucking nuts when he saw it. This is a real thing that happened. And I thought that I would ring up the customer services line and ask them what they intended to do. I deal with people like you. What? <laughs> you work for John. I work for basically. Not John. Same company, same company. I got, is it? Yeah, mate. <laughs> no. Do you want to... What? Do you want to come on stage, take my seat, and give what you would have said to him? <laughs> fuck off, Gab. Uh, this guy was very close to telling me to fuck off, I believe. Did you know that Walker's Crisps is also owned by Pepsi? Nope. Wow. There you go. The, that, that's the veil lifted from my eyes. Has anyone else got any uh, amazing facts? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I rung up John Lewis. That's a good fact. <laughs> well, I mean, is it? Yeah. Lads, please. <laughs> Let's not get bogged down on what is and what you is not an amazing joke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like now. you, flyboy. Because of the experiment. <laughs> Ever since the experiment, I don't like you. <laughs> uh, and this is how that went. I'm trying to be like really quick because Joe took ages. 
Leave him alone. He's not even here. He can't defend himself. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand up because you are fucking bullshit. Merry Christmas and welcome to John Lewis. Your call will be answered as soon as possible. Good, good evening. You're free to Shazada John Lewis. How may I help you today? Oh, yeah. Is that John? This is John Lewis, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just, I just wanted to talk to you about uh, the dog advert that's on the telly at the moment. Uh, talk about the what, sorry? The dog advert. You know the dog advert that's on the telly? The new dog advert, yeah. yeah. Did, did, oh, yeah. Did, did you make that? Who made the dog advert? <laughs> yeah. Um, probably the John Lewis TV production company or something. Do, do you know what their name is? His name? I don't know his name, I'm sorry. Because the thing is, my dog's just watched it now, and he's looked at the telly, and he's, he's gone fucking mad, and he, he's, wrecked a t- he's wrecked a Christmas tree. <laughs> it's nice that you've taken a break from your well-paid luxury job to harass someone in minimum wage. <laughs> Very Christmassy. Can I just ask, is anyone sitting in the, those chairs? Joe, do you want a chair? Oh, you can just sit down. I'm into Bethlehem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Joe. <laughs> I was in dinosaur times. <laughs> Sorry, we can just like we can we can share. All right. Yeah. Okay. So you didn't really teleport then. What? I went to Bethlehem. <laughs> He's like the sort of exhaust of the machine. Parks <laughs> out the end and I come out. To be fair, like Bethlehem's exhaust is a really good name for a metal band. Hello. <laughs> so yeah. Joe, what you missed was dog, Christmas tree. Gav's being a yes. dick. Pandemonium. Oh, all right, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm up to speed. <laughs> he's gone fucking mad, and he, he's, wrecked a t- he's wrecked a Christmas tree. I'm sorry, to, okay. Can I just pop in all for a minute or two and I'll find out for you? Uh, okay, we, we are going to come Thanks. back on you, because I am a bit upset about this. Yeah, I will do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Hi there, sir. Thank you so much for your patience. No worries. Yeah, I've managed to find out the name of the person who has made the adverts. <laughs> His name is Dougal Wilson. You missed that then, but he said Dougal Wilson, throws him right under the bus. <laughs> it's actually the guy who made it as well. <laughs> wow. So he's gone and found out that. Also, I, uh, I, I sort of cut that down a little bit through the magic of editing. I was on hold for about three minutes while he went and found out who made the John Lewis advert. <laughs> that destroyed your Christmas tree. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, so Dougal Wilson, you know. Name of the person who made the advert. His name is Dougal Wilson. Dougal Wilson. It is, yeah. Not John. <laughs> Not John Wilson, no. It's Dougal Wilson. So, but uh, if, if it's for John Lewis, why isn't, why isn't he making the adverts himself? Because uh, the thing is, um, have you got a dog? I don't know, sorry. Well, I do. Sorry, you don't know you've got a dog. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty terrible, actually, because the dog has seen the advert and he's gone mad. Did you even think that this might happen when you put the advert out? I haven't actually seen that advert yet. I don't actually know what it's about. You haven't seen the advert? I haven't seen it just yet. Well, but don't you work for John Lewis? I do work for John Lewis, yeah, but I've not seen that advert yet. Surely they must show it to you. Uh, well... I actually haven't seen it yet. But I don't understand that because me. surely they would show it to surely they would show it to you before they put it out because you could have stopped this maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Was that real incredulity when he said he hadn't? Yes, yeah, genuinely. <laughs> I can tell that. <laughs> oh. Well, I, I don't work in that specific department. I'm, I'm a customer service advisor. We deal with online orders. You, you sound like you've got a good head on your shoulders. I, I, I think if they'd shown it to you, I think you might... I know you don't have a dog, as you said, but I think that maybe you would have known that if a dog sees that, he's going to go... Sorry, he's going to go fucking bananas when he sees it. <laughs> have you ever seen a dog push a Christmas tree over? I, I actually haven't, no. He pushed, it, he pushed it over and he almost hit my gran. Oh. Oh, that's, that's, that's really bad. I'm sorry to hear that. She's eight years. Your grandma would be so disappointed in you. If she knew about this, she'd be really disappointed. 
Well, I think she'd be more disappointed if a dog hit a Christmas tree over her. But that didn't happen. She's <laughs> <laughs> using your nan's name in vain. That's also, one of the ten fucking commandments you will notice that you I don't s- do. I said gran, not nan. I would never call my nan gran. So well, There's a tell. Different. I wasn't you clocked it. Yeah. Uh, they're, dif- they're, di- they're different people. Anyway. Maybe you would have known that if a dog seen that, he's going to go, sorry, he's going to go fucking bananas when he sees it. Have you ever seen a dog push a Christmas tree over? I, I actually haven't, though. He pushed it, he pushed it over <laughs> and he yeah, almost hit my gran. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's been bad. I'm sorry to you, but... She's 88. If you, if, if you are upset about She's the, 88, uh, and she's, she's a Jehovah's Witness as well, so, like, she doesn't like Christmas at the best of times, so being crushed by a Christmas tree, that would have been the final nail in a coffin. In her coffin, probably. You'd said she's 88. Yeah. I understand. So, if you are upset about the the, the John Lewis advert, I am. what I can do for you is I can give you the ad, uh, the address for our John Lewis head office. And okay. You can either uh, you can either write a letter to them or you can send them an email. I can't phone them. Okay, I will see if there's a contact number for them. Did he give you a phone number? No, he's gonna he's going off. He's putting me on hold again to, to go see if there's a contact <sighs> number. Right, as a follow up to the Nan Grand thing. Yeah. Your nan actually is a Jehovah's Witness. Yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it is your nan. <laughs> so it's not my real nan. No, but this gran in this story is also a Jehovah's Witness. There's a <laughs> lot of Jehovah's Witnesses. There's only 140,000 of them that are getting into heaven. So there can't be that many grans. <laughs> that includes the hypothetical ones. Yeah. Everyone you make up is depriving a real Jehovah's Witness of <laughs> a place in heaven. This goes on. Not for very much longer, don't we? Oh, it's... The thing is, as well, I was just Googling. Have you been on Google? Because I've been on it, and I've put in John Lewis advert, and someone is saying that actually it's a racist advert as well. Because the boxer dog is angry at the, like, black badger. And I know you haven't seen it, so obviously that's fine. But I, I just think it's a bit of a mess. How was this allowed to go out on telly? I'm very sorry to that you feel that way. So uh, we're more than happy to get the information for you today if I can just pop you in hold for a minute or two. Okay, you are going to come back, I know. Uh, of course, yeah, definitely. What's, what's your name, sorry? My name is Shizad. Shizad? Yes. Like the genie. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. That's the, all right. The badger was racist. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Sorry? Like That's the genie. Not... No. I've never heard of a genie with my name. Shazam. The genie. No, sh- no Shazad. Not Shazam. Shazad. Yeah. All right. Not like the genie. Yeah. Oh, fucking Jim ah, Dog. I'll, I'll try and get the information for you, sir. Ah, cheers, Shazam. Thank you. This is the first time their cast has had to distance themselves. That's, that's not racist. Not if you're that's... Jim Davidson, no. <laughs> Most things, when you have to say that's not racist in that voice, of course it isn't. <laughs> you would, otherwise, you wouldn't have to say it. I don't even think that was racist. But, uh, here we go. That's fun. This is the last bit. Uh, hello? Hi, excuse me, who is this? Uh, my name is Sh- uh, Shazad here. Hi, sorry. I've just come down the stairs and this, my, my phone is off the hook. Who, who am I speaking to? Uh, my name is Shazad Ali. I'm, I'm uh, a customer service advisor in John Lewis. John Lewis? Yes. Who, sorry, who have you been speaking to? Um, I didn't catch his name, but somebody was phoning me to complain about the John Lewis advert. Oh, that bloody advert again. Oh, I'm really sorry, it's my son. Um, <laughs> son. <laughs> I don't know how you fucking redeemed yourself there. <laughs> oh, I'm really sorry, it's my son. Um, he's, okay. he's, for some reason, he's really upset about this John Lewis advert. I'm really sorry that he's called you up about this. Uh, it's okay, it's no problem. Um, um, I think he wanted the, the head office London's uh, address. I was about to give the address. I don't know what he would do with that. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm really sorry about this. Uh, it's okay, no problem. I think he... Uh, I don't know what's... Have you been phoning him again? He's done, <laughs> he's done this about four times this week now. Um, I'm really sorry about this. So who am I speaking to? I'm going to stop it there. 
<laughs> I know exactly how that went. <laughs> but uh, thank you very much for Shazad. <laughs> what happens? <laughs> what a lovely bit of dystopian fiction. <laughs> how, how did that make you feel, lady who works for Rage Rose? <laughs> Angry was the answer. Oh, that's completely reasonable. Which is money? How much how official much policy? You, you, you complain, you get free shit. Awesome. Right. I've got that for my wife. <laughs> <laughs> we are Jim Davidson now. <laughs> no, that's fine. You can have that for your husband as well. It's, it's completely like, you know. You wouldn't. No. <laughs> oh, why not? I mean, yes, I mean, somebody, if I was angry and you presented me with wine and chocolate, I would immediately be less angry. I really so. feel like kissing you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> buy me wine and chocolate. Okay. Uh, Who would like a jingle? Yeah. <laughs> that's the response I like. That's, to uh, that's the honestly, answer. it's good. Yeah. You know, we keep putting them on the spot every yeah. single time <laughs> and expecting, and it's always the same three. It's always regular features, regular features. What is the feature coming next? Let us see. Or Gandalf. Or the Gandalf one. Let's do them all. Let's all do the ones they're not asking for. That will fucking teach them. Let's do a feature instead. Is it my turn? Yes. Give me the thing. Give me the thing. What thing? This thing is so important to all of the features. And now it's time for Steve's regular feature. Three. Steve's Crimblemas Quiz. I'd say the hardest thing about being behind that curtain was not being able to clap. I kept instinctively <laughs> wanting to do it and being like, no, you have no room. Right. <laughs> As you all know, it's that most festive time of the year. It's Crimblemas. It's Crimblemas. Everyone loves Crimblemas. Everyone loves oh, Crumble Cake. And time. Dr. Crumbles is on his way. And we are all so excited. <laughs> It's good, yeah? It is almost Crimblemas, the most exciting time of the year. Father is in his armchair, mother is in the attic. Sister has not been seen for 20 years. But yet she sits and plays with her dolls by the fireplace. There she is, as real as you and father, the same as you remember apart from the cloth sack that has been placed over her head. How did she get in, you wonder? All of the doors are locked, as is Crimblemas tradition. Mother must have left the window open again in her grief. (laughs) You open your mouth to speak. Do not speak to your sister, scolds father. You mustn't cause any more bother. (laughs) You scurry beneath the crample bush and hug your knees and smile. This is the best and most exciting time of year, you think. And Dr. Crambles must surely be on his way by now. Father, you chime. Can we please pay... Can we please play pusher father? (laughs) The man removes the pipe from his mouth and, with some effort, rises from his seat. Of course, son... This is Crimblemas, after all. After everything that's happened, this is still Crimblemas. <laughs> it's been an entire year since you've taken my Crimblemas quiz, and so much has changed. It's very important now that we reassess your Crangle status and understand once and for all how you crumble. It's time to discover what Crimblemas you each are, because soon there will be no time to ask again. <laughs> Question one. This one's quite straightforward. Which Crimblemas were you in 2015? Is it A, I know in my heart that I was Crangle the Elf, but so much has changed? <laughs> or B, it is the truth that I was father and that I was mother too? Or is it C, to my unending horror, I was and still might be Dr. Crambles himself? Give me your answers now. Should we be a C? C? I was C. Should we be a single crimble? I was definitely, to my horror, um, 
Dr. Krangle. Krangle the Elf. Krangle. Always. No, you Krangle the Elf. I'm going Krangle the Elf as well, so just to see yeah. what happens if it's 2v2. Oh, no, no, no. oh, no, they count as one. Yeah, that's right. Okay, you got it. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's a horrific image that suits the Kranglemas spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Complete this famous Krimblemas lyric. I'm dreaming of a... A delicious slice of crumbery cake from the larder where only mother may go. <laughs> or is it B, I'm dreaming of a <clears throat> way out of all of this. <laughs> or is it C, I'm dreaming of a tree from the outside where Krangle the elf lives and that we cannot touch, where he will take me if I say the correct words in the correct order when father's not around. <laughs> I'm dreaming of a way out of all of this. That's a, a B from Matt. So. Yeah, I was Krangle. just checking the scan. You got Krangle going on over here? and oh, I've got to go with that one too. So it's uh, two Krangles and a uh, Brangle. Is this cool. like a... Enter <laughs> in. Let me just type that into the... Don't tell me my fingerprints aren't recognised. <laughs> Still trying to play the startup podcast. <laughs> Father curls up on the living room carpet, as is tradition, tucking his legs in as tightly as he can and placing a slice of crumbery cake in his mouth. You mustn't chew, father, says sister. You mustn't chew until the game is over. You and sister commence playing the game, rolling father around on the floor faster and faster, singing, Kringle, Kringle, pusher father, pusher father, we love Krimblemas. Your hands touch those of sisters, and and they, they're as cold as crumble. <laughs> You're filled with an inexplicable anger that you can't control. You are not sister, you shout. You are not sister. You are one of Krangle's tricks. Sister runs into the crying corner to cry. The sound of wood scraping along the floor is heard from the attic. And from the outside you hear his bells. <laughs> Now look what you've done, says father, fear etched across his face. Now look what you've all done. <laughs> Crumbery cake is the very essence of crimbleness. But what is your favourite flavour? Is it A, grape. Grape is the taste that I desire. B, the forgotten flavour of almonds that nobody alive has tasted. <laughs> or C, I like my cranberry cake hot and tangy. It is such a treat. Grape. Grape. I'm hearing grape over here. B. Tangy. B. You got B and tangy. Grape, yeah. B and B flavoured. That, that was actually B option D was B flavoured. <laughs> <laughs> the cramble bush while not as important as crumbery cake to the rituals of Crimblemas, is nonetheless a vital component. But where do you put your cramble bush? A. Away from the windows, so that Krangle the elf cannot see it. B. The cramble bush goes in the attic with Mother, and the rest of the things we can no longer bear to look at or think about. <laughs> or C. The cramblebush is best left in the outside. It is much too dangerous to retrieve a cramblebush now. Not when Dr. Crambles is so near. It's too dangerous. C. You got too dangerous. C's over there, you got an A. Crangle the elf. Too dangerous. Too dangerous, that's a C, okay. <laughs> you have been sent to your room by father for being too festive. But no sooner have you finished singing seven Crimbleness carols than you hear a rapidly tap tap at the window. Don't look, you think to yourself, for you know that it is surely Krangle the Elf here to play his vile tricks. Don't look. The rapping comes again, harder and more urgent this time, and now a voice too. Son, it is me. Mother. Father has locked me in the outside. Please let me in. <gasps> mother! <laughs> you throw open the window to help her, but see not the face of your mother. Only the wretched leathery face of that horrible elf. 
At once he is upon you, and you are with him. You are with him in the outside, and you are blind. So let's tally up the scores. Um, so if you, if you got mostly A's, you are Krangle the Elf who lives in the outside and whose tricks beguile and torment those who do not lock their doors. If you got mostly B's, you are Mother who has been in the attic and cannot come down because she has, without permission, climbed the cramble bush to eat the crumbery cake contained at its peak. <laughs> and if you answered mostly C's, you are Dr. Crambles himself, whose arrival is awaited and yet never comes, who speaks to you through the crowbirds. Though the crowbirds cannot sing, and the crowbirds cannot fly, and they lay scattered through the snow like crumberies. Fuck, the crowbirds are new, and I hate them. <laughs> That's my crumblemas feature. Yeah. Woo. It's like going to Cormac McCarthy's house for Christmas drinks. <laughs> I don't like it. That gets me right in the festive spirit, that does. It's <laughs> um, utterly hollowed out. <laughs> next, huh? next feature. Well. <laughs> this is too many fucking pages. <laughs> yeah, you know when you write something, you so the jokes are so few and far between that you just need to keep writing in the hope that a joke happens soon. <laughs> Welcome to my nativity play. I believe it's the first nativity play that we've ever done. Is it? Does anyone know better? I heard you. I heard some people in the audience saying that Steve had told his poo in the bath story before. Oh, had I? Yeah. Oh, you guys know all my secrets. That's the problem. You tricked Santana. Wow. We did actually. The bag of wheat belongs to you now. (laughs) Come feast upon it. I did a nativity feature once, but it was um, in, a, in a live show which was basically like not heard or recorded right. by anyone. Don't you dob us in. No, no, well, no it, wasn't, it wasn't like us. It was, oh, yeah, that's yeah. very nice of me away to with it too. distract from me throwing Steve under the bus. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so anyway, this is it's, it's basically, you know the story of how Jesus and I'm going to become a narrator now. This is, um, read ahead guys, because I need you to do all the voices right, otherwise it won't be funny. <laughs> uh, hmm. <laughs> Ah, uh, here we go. Hello and welcome to this, the tale of how Jesus Christ went and done being a person who was born on earth. Hello, I am Mary, a big old virgin. Shush you, I am. Oh, don't tell Joseph. Don't you start. Don't you start. You, 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 you. He knows. She knows. <laughs> Anyway, as everybody knows... Before you deliver this line, Steve, I want to say that I originally (laughs) wrote this as a pantomime, so when Steve finishes his sentence, you all need to say as one, behind you. There'll be no audience participation after this because it turned into an activity play. It's the the creative process, and I'll thank you not to judge me. Anyway, as everyone knows, you still count as a virgin if he enters from... Behind you! Ha ha! That's right. Anal sex is a great punchline. Anyway, I'm God. This is one of my demarked harebrained schemes of creating a race of super-hot demigods. If Project Christmas works, I promise to provide everyone with an eternity of abundance so we can all focus on cool hobbies. Like anal sex! Yes! As we've established, anal sex really is a brilliant punchline. That's mainly why I invented it, then prohibited it. It's funny because you shouldn't do it. Don't wear it out, though. We might need it as a desperate get-out in the final act when the script's going on for way too long. Sometimes you go back to the beginning of the script after you've finished. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no! Who is that evil person? (laughs) I am King Herod. Uh, But speaking as Gav, the actor and fifth member of Regular Features... (laughs) (laughs) I'm generally really excited about playing this role. 
as the most fa- as the man most famous in history for hurting babies. <laughs> he really did badly hurt a baby last week. After dropping that baby last week and hearing it cry, <laughs> and hearing it cry, I've been like a dog with two dicks and a string of sausages. <laughs> I'm going to get my hands on your baby, Mary Patterson, and I'm going to drop it on some tile. <laughs> you see if I don't. <laughs> For those who weren't listening to last week's episode, Gav dropped a baby on some tiles. Go back. That's... I don't think I've laughed so much during yeah. a feature. <laughs> There's no amount of context that makes it good. <laughs> that's why I stopped. Yeah. Apart from the fact that the baby isn't dead now. That's, we think. That's we don't the know con- that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what you need to believe. Oh no! Not King Herod. Quick, into this cave. I will use my infinite powers of creation to convince a spider to do a cobweb over it. Curses foiled again. But what's this? What was that? What? <laughs> what? I think it's just some people doing synopsis for friends, it's fine. A book of matches from Bethlehem. They must be going to Bethlehem. That's how books of matches work. (laughs) So Mary and God arrived at Bethlehem a couple of hours late because the spider had run out of silk up its arse and before it could do a web, they had to find some flies for it to eat. But flies are notoriously hard to catch without webs, so God improvised. Using all of his omnicognizance, he remembered that flies love dog shit. So he found and put some on his tongue and waited, giggling, for a fly to enter his clever trap. Sure enough, after a couple of minutes, a passing fly passed by and said, Boy, oh boy, dog shit, that's my favorite, and flew into his mouth. Using his godly powers, God shut his mouth, chewed the fly up a bit, and then French kissed it into the fly spider's hungry mandibles, giving him enough silk to do a big cobweb over the cave. And that's why we are late. And that's why my teeth are all brown and smelly. (laughs) Ho, ho, ho! I'm Santa Claus, proprietor of the inn, what you are late to. You're like I, Bob Dylan, Santa Claus. I like it. <laughs> I hear you two, lovebirds, seek to obliterate the barrier between God and man, ushering forth generations of debauched Nephilim. <laughs> Nephilim? I hardly knew him, am I right? You know I'm right. Oh, don't you start... Don't you start, oh, don't you put, but you don't have your guts for garters. Nephilim are wild sexual creatures who say things like, hey lady, there's a goose in my caboose, or check out the wretched maelstrom in my dicky bits. I gave you, you all the lines because I didn't want to say them. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm going to call our first Nephilim Jesus Christ, good boy, God, baby, finger bang, Patterson. <laughs> oh, that's about a bit of a mouthful, God, isn't it? Maybe it is when your mouth isn't infinite in all directions like mine is. That felt like one syllable in my huge gob, if that. Ignore him, Santa. He just can't take criticism. One time he was painting our bungalow and I pointed out that he'd missed a bit and he gave me scrofula. How can I miss... (laughs) How can I have missed a bit if I'm omnipresent? Learn your fucking theology, woman. (laughs) Guess what, ladies? It's King Herod. I found you. (laughs) Now that baby is mine. (laughs) I am really going to enjoy the sound of that baby's skull cracking against... The tiles of this humble inn. (laughs) Although cracking might be the wrong word, as that soft skull will probably make more of a nauseating wet thud. (laughs) Let me at it. Oh, for fuck's sake, Herod, I haven't even had the baby yet. Can you wind it in for a bit? Don't worry. Because it's Christmas, and because I'm Santa Claus, I'm going to give you... The present of a nice manger that you can go away in. I'm afraid 
There's no crib for a bed. But <laughs> it does have a donkey and a goat who have developed a comical rapport. <laughs> They've got this sort of over-analytical shtick going on. If you're into that sort of thing... Just you wait, Mary. I'm going to bounce that toddler's noggin off an unyielding service because I gotta do yoy yoy. <laughs> no, actually, no. Do yoy yoy. I gotta kill them babies. <laughs> no, that's just me chipping in, sorry. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, right. So, so I think that's me done. Everything is going to be okay because of me, God. So I'll just nip up to heaven for a bit. I, I really don't want to watch it coming out, if that's okay with you. <laughs> God, you are such a prick. A prick in mysterious ways, baby. (laughs) Anyway, toodles, enjoy the illusion of free will, losers. I'll be rolling around the sky using clouds as toilet roll and thinking how badly... uh, Thinking badly of you puppet show assholes. (laughs) That guy is such a dumb top. (laughs) I love him so much. (laughs) Scene three. <laughs> Tell Can I just say, old? scene three scene, is scene my favourite bit of the line. Baby got born. Baby got born. <laughs> As a title for a scene, that's probably my favourite bit in the script. So I'm glad we, I'm glad we highlighted that. Baby got born. <laughs> that's the best joke was one not designed for the audience. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> because single motherhood was frowned upon in those days, Mary teamed up with Joseph, a dog in a top hat that could walk on his hind legs. <laughs> And as the moon rose in the sky like a massive junkyard magnet, baby Jesus started to come out of her fanjo like a big horseshoe. The baby! The baby's coming out of me! Here, uh, goat. What is it, donkey? Oh, God, this really hurts, actually. Stop it! I was just thinking. What were you thinking? Holy fuck! What shape is this wanker's head? I was thinking, uh, how does how does good King Wenceslas like his pizzas? I don't know. How does Good King Wenceslas like his pizzas? He's halfway out. Half of this awful bastard is an enemy anymore. He likes his pizzas. Deep pan, crisp, and even. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. What's an even pizza? Oh, fucking Nora. He's decided to go back in and try feet first. Yeah, yeah, I, I wondered that. You know, it's a good joke, apart from the even bit. I mean... I'm not being willfully obtuse. I get that evenness of toppings is a desirable trait in a pizza. I just don't think uneven pizzas are enough of a thing to warrant making even the finale of the joke. I mean, the last word of the punchline, that's prime joke real estate you're spunking away there, mate. Oh, my God, he's just sliding in and out like a goddamn trombone. (laughs) This is equally painful and bewildering. Uh, I guess the the person who thought the joke up just felt he'd built up enough goodwill with the deep-hitting deep pan and the supporting crisp to get away with that disappointing climax. Possibly, or maybe he cynically gambled that people are so desperate for a laugh that they'll grab onto anything that looks like a joke. Maybe the joke is our own desire to laugh. Yeah, oh... I squirted that bad boy onto some hay. Oh, and thanks for all your help, you fuckers. Joseph, you in particular have been something of a damp squib throughout. Woof! (laughs) (laughs) And you know know the worst thing about trying to help out like this? No one thanks you. At last! And now God isn't here to save you. I'm going to slam that baby's noggin against this tile. I... That's uh, obviously a typo of got, Gab. Don't don't make me look like an idiot. (laughs) I'm going to slam this baby's noggin against this tile I got. He's brought a tile with him. (laughs) I take a tile everywhere with me now. (laughs) Um, All right. (laughs) Whoa there, Herod, you fat slag. I'm the baby Jesus. Take your best cock and shot. My tiles, they're not very effective. You met your baby match, Herod. I bring peace and goodwill to all men. Well, this has gone on for ages, so I've learnt my lesson. I'll be a good Herod from now on. (laughs) Well, we just need one joke to end this sketch. Anal sex is a great punchline. Thanks, God. I'll just say anal sex. Well, I, I get the attempt at a callback, but he could have just put that into some context. I mean, fucking hell. Signpost the callback a little more, I might miss it. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't think of a way out of that, so that was it. I just said anal sex. Fuck you. <laughs>
we can give it out like a set list. It's <laughs> like Led Zeppelin giving you the lyrics. <laughs> Do you think Led Zeppelin have all the lyrics on the stage? <laughs> <laughs> if what someone a... smudges, it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a whole lot of Cash love. <laughs> <laughs> I did it wrong again. <laughs> All right, last last feature. This will get pissed. Oh, we got another one. I don't think we have, haven't we? Yeah, yeah of course. Um, did you just forget you have a feature? Yeah. He's having such it's a lovely really, time. It's really short. Listen, guys. Like you know, I know there's five of us, so I've done a really short thing. Because because uh, otherwise, Jesus, I think we're not allowed. Like what are you doing? Fucking hell, Gav. Leave him alone. I was passing it to you. I know you were. Freaking me out. Now, so basically... <laughs> it's a bag of wheat. I know, it's, he- it's a heavier bag of wheat than you think. <laughs> they figure out how much wheat weighs. <laughs> Perhaps I underestimated how much wheat there was, and therefore the weight. <laughs> so, this is the sort of thing that I... <laughs> Oh, it's great to have Matt back, isn't it? I probably should have, <laughs> should have, should have like put more time, effort, preparation into. So we're just going to see how it goes. It's, um, I think that this time of year, Christmas, it's very, it's very powerful for lots of people. But it's also like you know, people get very hung up on the, the kind of uh, Judeo-Christian roots of Christmas, and there are other things happening at this time of year. Um, so I thought I'd just sing a song about sort of a, another kind of festive season that happens to coincide with the same time of year, and there will come a point. When all of you, if you recognise what's going on, you can join in. That was vaguely threatening, I like it. <laughs> it'll come a point in all your lives where you realise what's going on. Basically, like, become a politician, become a martyr, just do what you've got to do. Anyway, let's sing a song. Um... <laughs> It's onion time Sharpen up your blade At onion time We dig up onions with a massive spade And with our fucking onions We can spread a smile of joy Fuck the onions around the world at onion time Say a prayer To pray for the onions At onion time It's hard But when you're fucking onions There's a man outside your window And it's a man that you should fear (laughs) And the onion water flowing Leaves the bitter sting of tears And your balance smells of onions And you're swinging bollocks too Onion time. <laughs> Africa's got nothing. You did a trace. A little fact as an aside. <laughs> but as you start to grow, your spunky river flows. Onion time, there's
dedicated to Thank Jussie. you guys. <laughs> and I'm allowed to do that on a stage. It that. was a mistake having you back. Goodbye, Flyboy. Merry Crimble Muster, everyone. Uh, thank, thank you. So you. Yeah. We'll see you guys downstairs if you want to drink and hang out and have a chat and talk. Otherwise, have a lovely Crimbleness and a very crumbled Cramble. <laughs> <laughs> Bye! Bye.